Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. Hello and welcome back. Hi, everybody. Today we're dealing with, uh, with, of course, one of our favorite topics. We're dealing with movies, but we're dealing with an interesting aspect of movies. Uh, we're kind of dealing with sequels that probably never should have been made. <laughs> which I think is a delightful conversation to have uh, because there are just literally a lot of sequels out there that just should never, ever been considered. Someone ran with it and, and should not have run with it. And now there's hot coffee spilled all over everybody and we're all screaming in terror, but that's just me. But let's, let's get into something that we kind of need to define because I was having an issue with it. And, and Carlo, you helped me figure out what the issue was. Yeah. But let's really, yes, let, let's really <laughs> talk about what is a sequel, because I kind of had a different definition running through my head. So, Carlo, lead, lead us on to the journey as to what a sequel is. Okay, and I, I don't think you're uh, alone in this. Uh, some people think other half or the, the second movie mm -hmm. um, and doesn't really refer to anything beyond that. So if a, th a third movie or something... Uh, this is why advertising agencies came up with uh, the threequel, like the because they couldn't remember that sequel means next in sequence. It's just the, what follows the first one. Um, prequel makes sense because they're, I mean that it came before mm -hmm. the the alpha, um, but everything that follows the alpha that's those are in sequence. Those are the sequels, so that counts for part four, part five, Rocky thirty seven, all of them. Those are sequels. <laughs> as long as they are directly attached to the original version. So if something is an offshoot where like, um, this has nothing to do with that story, but is in the same place, it's not exactly a sequel, but it counts, you can count it as a sequel. Um, we're doing it again with a new cast and new things that were not related to the original. Then you're looking at a reboot, thus the um, Ghostbusters answer the call, which is not a sequel. So you don't get to complain about that one uh, because I like it. Most of it. Not a sequel, though. That is a reboot. But the next one, I think, uh, that's coming, Ghostbusters Go to Hell, I think is what they're calling it. Or at least oh, that might be the working God. title. That's going to be a sequel, because that will be in direct uh, sequence with the original Ghostbusters. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. See, and, and see, that's much better than what I was thinking. And that makes more sense, because I was very adamant, and I was having issues with some of the articles I was reading, because in my mind, and I, I think you're right, maybe in other people's minds, too. To me, I grew up with the concept of a sequel is part two to a movie. Yeah never uh, took into consideration part three or like a part four, which is right. That is part of a sequel. It is part of the sequence of events or part of the sequence of a story. Uh, but in my mind growing up, sequel just always meant here's part two, which, yeah. which is like, if you think about, you already mentioned it, let's say Ghostbusters, you have Ghostbusters one, Ghostbusters two, that's the sequel. Yeah. And to me, that creates and completes a sequel without taking into account Ghostbusters 3, the more modern take of Ghostbusters, the one with all the, the, the females as the yeah, female Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then I so, know that they're doing something that reconnects the whole movie, which hasn't come out yet, has it? Mm -hmm, um, no. <clears throat> that's with... Um, 
and I really like him, and I'm forgetting the actor's name. Um, Paul Rudd is in it, okay. and uh, it's it's a very interesting, interesting That's thing. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow, what the fuck? Oh, Martini, Martini. Jumped a bit in the face. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it's okay, a show where even our pets are part of the show. <laughs> If no one has figured it out yet, Carlo's cat's name, who's the cat is just adorable, is named Martini. Here she is biting me. Yeah. She's trying to kill me for some reason. She's just being in vicious, savage all kitty is, mode. All I do is keep her fed and warm and happy, and, and sometimes she has to punish me for that. Of course. Of course. Like every relationship I've ever been in. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like for me, uh, my dog, if y'all haven't figured it out, his name is Brutus. Yeah. And uh, he loves to constantly point, be part of the show by whining and yelling in the background over crap that he should not be whining and yelling about. <laughs> <laughs> but he stares at me ever so cutely and lovingly mm-hmm. when, when yeah, he's yeah. yelling. But see, he's that was... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. His, <laughs> little, droop, his little weird droopy face because he's an English Mastiff, so he has that weird yeah. little jaw th- jowl thing going on. Little, little, uh... Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing we're not we're not talking about violent cats today we're talking about sequels Stop sequels, sequels. <laughs> so right. yeah again in my mind sequels were basically the the just the part two of something so which makes sense given uh most of the movies we grew up uh we grew up on you would have uh, a sequel was a big deal yeah. and outside of like back to the future godfather how many other movies had a part three so growing up, you know, sequels just pretty much, it was the part two. They mm-hmm. didn't really have part threes to a whole lot of movies, like, like you've mentioned. And then the concept of a prequel wasn't a thing back in the 70s and, and 80s. It, it really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Prequels only really started popping up in, I to me, if I had to guess it or pinpoint it, really in the 2000s, maybe late 90s, 2000s, where we start hearing this term prequel the before story type of thing i was like all right and it was weird to have a prequel it really was uh growing up at least it was but the whole idea of the sequel for me was there was a part two and that was exciting Mm -hmm. and then you saw it and they're like oh that was not as exciting (laughs) yeah for, and there's and there there's a, a theory to sequels where uh, a lot of people like the sequels because they're more fun, mm-hmm. um, or they think of them as like, oh, the sequel's the best. It's always the second one's always really good. It's not true. Just the second one doesn't have to spend time explaining how Superman flies. You know, it's like, yeah, Marty's going back in time. You know how this works. Let's go. Like, you, because you you skip over the establishment and you just get going, mm-hmm. the movies feel more. Uh, tend to feel more uh, action-packed or more action-oriented or more dynamic. And then really it's just, no, it's because you already know who all, all the characters are. Yeah, it's already and established. Before we had the sequel and the prequel, we would have like, uh, we would just have the star with the, that would be the vehicle. Would be, we know, you know this star, he, he's in all your cowboy movies. Well, he's in another cowboy movie. He's a, ostensibly a different character, but he's just the same guy. Like Clint Eastwood, fucker, always plays the same dude. I'm old, I'm angry. Yeah. and sometimes in a suit sometimes he's a in, a in a poncho and now he's just old racist but he would always just play the same fucking guy and he would go oh i'm gonna go see the clint the new clint eastwood movie we didn't do a lot of sequels even uh one of my favorite um all-time favorite 
uh, film series, the Thin Man series, mm-hmm. has like five movies. None of them are thought of, and they're all sequential. Like they're like, yeah, this happened, and this happened, this happened, but they're not even thought of as a series of movies. You can watch the Thin Man. You don't have to watch the Thin Man sings, which is like four movies later. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. It's not. You don't have to have watched the Thin Man to watch the Thin Man. Uh, has a baby i don't know what they're what they're all called off the top of my head but you don't they, they weren't important to the story they weren't sequential no they, you could pick it up with, at any point because they were their own and for those of you who aren't familiar with thin man thin man was a detective series kind of noir-ish kind of poked fun a little bit at the noir thing because it was kind of light-hearted comedy but detective comedy and uh, it, the Although whole thing it was by Dashiell Hammett, who's the, one of the grandfathers of the genre. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. He's like, no, this is a real, he's like, this is a real detective story I wrote. But would it be fun if the detective and his wife were drunk and didn't like solving mysteries? Right, <laughs> and he was right, and, and that's the thing. Right. So each each Thin Man movie is its own mystery. So literally, you could jump into any of them because yeah. you you immediately know, okay, husband and wife uh solving mysteries done you got the basics in every movie no matter what you jump into so that's kind of an interesting and unique sequel of events there because you can jump you don't need number one to figure out two or three right um but so then they get sequels then that begat prequels Mm -hmm. and then finally now and now uh any movie that does not become a minimum of three to 12 movies is seen as like a as a massive failure so, or at least for like the summer blockbuster movies. So now they kind of, uh, there are a lot of properties that would probably make for great movies that I know are getting passed on because, well, you only made one, we only won't run, wrote one book. Like, well, yeah, it's, I wrote one book. It's one, it's a beautiful book and make an amazing, we don't want to tell that one. Why? Yeah. Because there's no, there's no franchising. Like, uh, yeah. Let's look at, and this is an interesting article that I was reading. And now that you've helped me put it in yeah. perspective, I, I can have a little bit more, um, respect for it but just slightly Mm. (laughs) but the buzzfeed had issued an article called 27 movie sequels that were disgraces to the original films that is the title it's a long title Uh, Um, feel that feels mean that that really does i I have not gone over this with vada he 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 found this list he's gonna uh you said you would probably gonna defend a few of them yes i might as well Mm -hmm. because that the, the the disgraces the original that's just that's i know that way to put it that's balls out right there uh people worked on this you assholes God damn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this paid for someone to go like someone's children so fuck you the disgrace here well, i might agree we'll find out <laughs> so it, it's written by buzzfeed staff writer victoria gaspa gasp oh god gaspa waski G-A-S-P-A-R-O-W-I-C-Z. I can't even begin to pronounce that. Uh, he is not making fun of your name, Victoria. He he has dyslexia. Yes, I have dyslexia, and I've never seen that name before in my life. Carlo, yeah. you want to take a crack at that one? No. Exactly. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for the offer. No, thank you. All right. So going off of the BuzzFeed's number one by Miss Victoria uh, is, huh? Number one is Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. Number two is Mean Girls 2. 
I want to stop. Like, I want to stop right away on this one okay. because was the disgraces of does it? Does, I haven't. I don't know because I feel like it was just a goofy romp where we act like. Um, What's her face? I'm sorry. I can't remember the actress's name. I'm really hungover, everybody. I'm sorry. I can't remember anything today. <laughs> the actress from Miss Congeniality. Uh, the really cre- incredible, gorgeous woman that is the, the star of that movie. Anyways, famous Hollywood royalty, beautiful woman. And they play, and she's playing like too schlubby an FBI agent to be attractive. And they have to get her into a to a a beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. What do we do? And they put her hair up and they put her in a dress with a push up bra. And they're like, "Holy shit, she's attractive!" Like that. You're talking Sandra Bullock. Thank you, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. What Sandra Bullock's attractive? What? But she's in Hollywood. They don't have attractive women. They're like, yeah. I don't feel like a, any there was anything they could have done to someone that would disgrace that. I don't think it's like <laughs> disgraces. I doesn't agree with the word disgrace. Words have I know. specific meanings. And it offends me when they are misused for fucking bullshit reasons. I apologize, Vicky, but I disagree with the use of the word disgrace. A bummer. The word is a bummer. That's what, that's what well, let, let, Let's keep it in yeah, context of, of bummer movies. Okay. Well, we'll, 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 we'll just roll with bummer movies right now. I'm going to build. go to Ikea, pick up a table, a nice little shunker. I'm going to build it and flip it. There you go. All right. So number two on the list is Mean Girls 2. Number three is Mulan 2, which I didn't even know there was a Mulan 2. Uh, number four is... All the, all the Disney sequels are amazing because they get away with all the stuff they can't do in Disney movies. <laughs> I, I have not seen Mulan 2, but I remember watching in one of the Lion King singles, uh, sequels, you see, if I remember correctly, it is a one of the, the, the evil cub dying in front of his mother asking if he did well hmm like the little baby cub that's kind of that's kind of dark but then again there are a lot of hidden dark things in disney oh but he's like "Uh, did i make you proud mother dies in front of her and the hero's like we won (laughs) baby it is a cub not a full-grown ass adult as a cub because because lion king part like lion king four or whatever and no one was watching right so they can get away with the dark like, shit you know, no one's gonna see this let's let's roll with it yeah. number four i disagree with is jumanji the next level um so of course there's the original jumanji franchise with robin williams who who yeah. was just an amazing actor and then of course they did <clears throat> jumanji uh the more modern version and then jumanji next level which i i saw with uh, a very good friend of mine i liked i have to say the jumanji ones have not disappointed me they've been very entertaining and pretty funny so i can't complain about the jumanji ones so jumanji ones next level is not something i agree with okay and number five i'm going to kind of agree with her on this one um number five is Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, which is, of course, the sequel to Mamma Mia. Um, so I'm going to roll okay. with that. Number six, I feel the original should never have been made either. You can totally disagree with me on this, Carlo. Number six is Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. I never saw the sequel. Um, again, I, I doubt it disgraces. I actually quite like Legally Blonde. I thought it was an excellent movie. It has a, a cute little two-minute mystery at the ending. And I like that 
it it does a good job for some of it gets like silly like let's just slap her in a bathing suit for a for a gag but for the most part i enjoy the idea of like no she's one of those people that will succeed no matter what and i know those people and yeah some of them have fuzzy pink binders and they have a little chihuahua dog and they don't look as ruthless and capable as or they don't look like what people assume is ruthless and capable but that's what she is and mm-hmm. so yeah she's like no i have a, i have all the extracurriculars everything they say they want to go to a like high-end legal uh, uh, law school i have all those things i just also look good in pink like that that <laughs> being the like shocker works for me so actually i remember enjoying it well, good. I'm glad you did. I I could not get into legally blonde. I just I saw I don't it. Don't really feel like, it in the audience. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not feeling this, and should not have been made. No. But that's my opinion. What do I know? Sure. Um, number seven surprised me on on their list, and I I haven't seen it, but it just surprises me that this is on here. Uh, jump in after I tell you it, Carlo, if you want. Mm-hmm. Toy Story Four. I have not seen any Toy Story sequel. Okay. I've seen up <laughs> until I've seen one and two. Yeah. I didn't see three or four, but number four is the one that involves the toy that they suggest has autism. Uh, so that is, that okay. is their number seven. So I'm just going to move along. Uh, number eight, uh, okay. sadly, I do agree with. Because I was really hoping this one would be a good one, but it was not. Anchorman Two: The Legend Continues. Yeah, that that was pretty superfluous. It just it wasn't necessary. It was it was like hey, it'll be fun. That Let's was do painful it. to watch, and and yeah. even on my list, I have a couple of them that I really wanted to do well, but they did not, and and kind of broke my heart a little bit. But anyway, we'll get into my list later. So that's our number eight, number nine. Pitch Perfect 2 and 3, but then again, I feel Pitch Perfect 1 should be on there, too. <laughs> I've not seen these. Neither have I, but I just, uh, that concept movie, just, I, I can't do it. Um, number 10, Pirates of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. I think that's the one where we got Jeffrey Rush back, and it's not fair to say that's bad. No, because Jeffrey Rush's Balboza is just fucking amazing. Yes, um, Jeffrey. Well, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. Jeffrey Rush in anything is pretty fucking spectacular. He's one of the few actors who I can say, true. "Oh my god, he's he's gonna give a good performance no matter what this movie is." Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm just going to throw off a couple of more. I'm not going to do their full 27. Wasn't defending it. That's not a good movie. I'm not saying it was. Just saying he was good. Right. Number 11, Frozen 2, never saw one, don't care. <laughs> Number 12. One is uh, amazing, you should see it. Okay, maybe one day yeah. I will. Number 12. Um, bring like a little niece or something so you have, mm-hmm. like you have the beard of like, I'm not weird for watching this. It's right, I'm not, I'm not a weirdo, I'm not strange. I'm fucking tired of Olaf within two seconds, but everything else is great. <laughs> now this one, I don't know, <clears throat> I, I've never heard of the first movie and so i i don't know this one but 12 is bigger fatter liar oh yeah, i know you're, you're just as well yeah i think the first one is big fat liar which is what yeah. thing it is um and it says it feels it, like a disney original movie like tv movie i don't think that's i don't know maybe you're right it says on here okay so i'm just gonna read the quick little blurb uh sure. bigger fatter liar 
Big Fat Liar was such an iconic movie of the thousands, which bullshit because I've never heard of it. Amanda Baines and Frankie Munoz, iconic. They tried to make a sequel that didn't even come close to how good the first one is. I don't even, you know, I've never heard of the fucking first one. And you haven't heard of it either. I think it's Paul Giamatti. Like the whole, like the entire uh, trailer, if I remember correctly, is like, we have to get him. He's a liar. And then he's blue. Like they do something so he looks like a blue man from the blue man group. I don't know. That's the entire trailer. And like, and and the like movie poster is him in the background, Paul Giamatti, and he's blue and he's angry. And like Frankie Muniz and Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Lohan, is that? Who was? Uh, no, uh, it's it? um, Amanda Bynes. Amanda Amanda Bynes. Okay, yeah, Amanda Bynes. Uh, someone who ba- only just barely got out of the uh, nine, got out of the aughts alive. Um, she, yeah, they're in the front and they're like, we're we're up to no good, but we're the heroes. And I'm an adult and I'm angry. And I don't feel like it's fair to say that's iconic. I think it's just like, no, a lot of people of that age probably saw it. I think they I need. That's considered iconic. I, I just. I, 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 think it's fair to call that. I think they need a dictionary to define what some of these things actually are, because yeah, I would not. I would not, not using throw that in iconic. Correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thirteen. Ralph breaks the internet. So this is the sequel to Wreck-Em Ralph. Number fourteen. Is I enjoyed it. I thought that was that's that was a good sequel. It, I, it was. It I thought it was sense. cute. Yeah, it, it made cute. sense for that progression of like. Because he can be obsessive, he's not fixed the first time. That's mm-hmm. that it follow the trait follows. It made sense and, and large sweeps. It was a little dated because it was about the internet, so it was already dated. Like eBay was important to the script, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, but it, it still worked. It should have been an Etsy shop or something. That would have made more sense. Um, yeah, I thought it was a cute movie i mean it wasn't like oh my god i need to watch this over and over but i thought it was cute it wasn't bad it was definitely a better sequel than what i've seen other movies i don't think that should be on the list number four it's one of those few things that follows the progression of the viewers yeah um i'm gonna go with i'm gonna agree with you on that so the next two i'm only gonna read the next two and then i'm gonna jump off because the more i read her stuff the more i'm like eh, you know um 14 (laughs) disagree Right, fourteen Greece two. I agree that should not be on there. I mean, I agree that that should be on there. That was a bad movie. But her her write up on it as to why she thinks it's a bad movie, very generic. I'm not I'm not feeling some of the stuff she's saying in here. I don't know if I should bother reading this or not. Go ahead. I mean, if you're, okay, if you're so on it. fourteen in quotes. I think I'm going to do this with an upward inflection with <laughs> reading it out loud the way I think it's going through her head because I'm just okay. a jerk. Uh, number 14, Grease 2, the comments on here. I think the Grease sequel was completely unnecessary. Uh, I tried watching it once on Netflix, but it was just so horrible. And I especially hated the songs. Also, the fact that the only original cast member in the movie was Frenchie made no sense to me whatsoever. Okay, that's pretty much how I'm thinking it's rolling in her head. (laughs) If you can disregard the stupid voice. I think that was a fabulous voice, Carlo. (laughs) I was was talking to our listeners. If you please disregard the goopy voice. They they will agree it's a fabulous voice. (laughs) That comment was useless. Like... I tried to watch it. I didn't like it. 
if they, the, you, I mean, she she approaches a point. Mm-hmm. Is this really a sequel? This could have just as easily been a re- reboot or just a completely unrelated story. You were just trying to go for the crash grab by say calling Grease too, but it has because Grease the original movie had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. and the tenuous bond of having a single character, a single a single. Uh, B cat B uh, B string uh, character from the movie appears in it a little bit. I mean, she's she's in the story, but unless her whole job is to go like, can you guys fucking get over this? I went through this in high school. This is stupid. That's all she would have to say about it. She doesn't. Yeah. So it, it's a useless sequel. It does nothing more. It doesn't add anything. It's a, it's a cash grab. Like, hey, if we wave this word at you, will you give us money for this piece of shit? But she didn't make any comment about that. She just said, I don't get why they had her there. Yeah, money, so they could call it Grease Two. That's the yeah. only reason she's there. It's a cash grab. Yeah, it's useless, and they're not trying. And they're not doing anything cool and neat. They're like, "Ooh, this one, this time, she's a bad one." Okay, waste of time. No comment was made. This is a boring. Co- this was a useless comment. The approach is useful, and then it just falters. I'm, I'm critiquing her, her comment on this bad movie more than bad movie. You're gonna get the sequel to my voice here in a minute. <laughs> Words are important to me. Uh, that that voice was dead off, Carlo. <laughs> dead off. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, number 15, I totally disagree with. I don't feel it should be on this list, but my big fat Greek wedding, too. I will tell you, it was not as strong as one. One was unique, charming, everything. You got involved with a family. Two was, it was not as strong as one. The plot was cute, but the plot also wasn't as strong as the first one. So it wasn't by far one. None of them are. It was a little bit weaker of a story, but it, yeah. I don't think it deserves to be on this list at all. Um, I'm going to read her comment. Um, I'm going to use my exciting voice that you love so much, Carlo. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding, too. It's so bad. Reused jokes and regurgitated characters. There was no charm, a boring plot, and no point. Uh, I think whoever whoever this Victoria person is needs to kind of learn what film critique writing is like, because her her analysis is crap it was bad uh, here, here's helpful. here's here's my critique of your analysis uh i just feel that your writing is just not charming it's boring <laughs> uh that that's how in, i feel about defense, her writing in Nikki's defense if, if i may no but go it's ahead it's a listicle <laughs> she probably did it on the toilet after like a little <laughs> Like a good Taco Bell section, uh, session and then just on the toilet, that's what she wrote it. And, right. I'm not, and then I'm not saying like <laughs> she's inherently a bad writer. I'm saying this is bad writing. Yeah. She might be a very good writer, and this is her going like, hey, I work for BuzzFeed. I need something in 20 minutes. I just need a squirt And I got one. a chalupa. Yeah, I just need to <laughs> squirt one out like this uh, Taco Bell real quick. Yeah. Uh, and that's what that was. I, I disagree with her Big Fat Greek Wedding because I thought it was a very good movie. Um, again, it was it as strong as one? No. Was it a regurgitated uh, type of copy of the first one? No, it was a totally different plot. Same characters, but that's what's supposed to happen. Kind of be a totally different plot. There had to be a Greek wedding somewhere in there. Well, no, there there was a Greek wedding, but the the plot is it's no longer 
uh, her getting married. It's the, the discovery of the parents were never married because they thought that they were, but then found out that they were never legally married because of a war that was happening in Greece. The priest who married them never signed it or that he wasn't, that was it, that he wasn't a real priest. So he started marrying people because uh, there was so much chaos going on. So the the mom and dad who thought that they were married the whole time weren't really married. So it's them getting married. And okay. it, it was cute. It was different. It was a different spin on things. Uh, like sure. I said, was it as strong as one? No. Was it a little slapsticky here and there? Yes. But it, does it deserve to be on that list? Absolutely not you know um but that's just my opinion my opinion. Well, do, do me a favor do me a favor i'm gonna do, do, read her her comment again but go for like really dude bro dude bro and then i'll, go, okay. and then I'll tell you what you're what you're talking about like super dude bro dude bro okay here we yeah. go bro my big fat greek wedding too it's so so bad just, just, go, uh, just go from it's because if you say the name it obviously doesn't work Okay. So just say it's, and then I'll I'll jump in. Like, the movie you're talking about is. <laughs> okay. So, bro, it's so so bad. Reused jokes and like regurgitated characters. There's was no charm, bro. A boring plot, and no point, bro. Yep. The Hangover. <laughs> Time of the Hangover. <laughs> Just like that, magically, this critique works. It's perfect for a totally different franchise. Yeah, absolutely. The characters, they do, you know how the, remember, like, he gets them all fucked up and they don't remember the night before? Mm -hmm. This time, he gets them fucked up and they don't remember the night before. Uh, that's right, we're doing it three times. Oh, oh, and this time, there's a crazy little Asian dude. Who's also there? Because he, what? He's also there. Okay, there's one dude, he doesn't like his wife. Okay, he still doesn't. You know what? Huh? huh? Still doesn't like her. Okay. Still doesn't right. like him. I'm going to. I'm going to critique. <laughs> I'm going to actually critique her yeah. pretty hard on this. And yeah. actually, now that I've I've read a little bit more into all this, I'm going to critique her her comments on all of them because now that I'm mm. reading this more and scrolling through it, I thought these were her comments. And she was quoting herself. It doesn't seem like it is. It seems like she is copying and pasting comments from other people and putting them into the article. So for um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, that comment that was written, mm. at the bottom, it gives a domain, like a, a handler name that it was like Damien Thomas 15. Under the, uh, what is this, Greece 2, it's giving a handle name of, like, Alyssa Keurig. Yeah, David, that, that's, that, and then. Started with that, yeah, these aren't, these aren't, criti these they, aren't critics. No. These people just, who saw it, like, I don't like it. You know, this is a very disappointing article if she's doing that. If she's not even that's writing right. anything herself, if she's just copying and pasting People's, that's a listicle. Yeah, uh, if she's that's that's crap. If she's just copying and pasting people's thoughts from the internet and putting it under her own 
name, even though she does quote them, that's bullshit. That's not even an article. That's that's, that's BuzzFeed, baby. That's that's just very disappointing <laughs> that that even yeah. happened. Okay, so I was very okay. I'm disappointed in her list, but I'm also no. disappointed in her because that's clearly not any type of journalistic integrity. Uh, but nonetheless, BuzzFeed, um, BuzzFeed, <laughs> I suppose. Uh, yeah. Go to journalism school, people. Uh, <laughs> degrees. We're not journals, right? We're not. We're not. <laughs> the, those are so expensive to buy at the at the Barnes and the Nobles. You know. <laughs> I guarantee you they all. Every one of them carries a moleskin notebook, and like I puts notes in there. Like this is how I'm going to write my. I'm going to write my screenplay in here, and all yeah. it ever has is like buy eggs, buy more ramen, call mom <laughs> for money. <laughs> Try not to cry so much in the. <laughs> <laughs> oh god and you guys cry if you need to cry buzzfeed don't it's all right oh god everyone has to cry sometimes <laughs> so i'll shame them for being shitty writers i'm not gonna shame anyone for crying i have fucking <laughs> standards yeah i suppose <laughs> i suppose right, now so I, where are we on this list well without i stopped at 15 i wasn't gonna go any further because okay. i'm not gonna i'm not going to you're done with the list yeah that that okay. i realized that that's crap why i should I feel bad for even reading it now. Well, you have uh, your own list. because I do, I do. And mine only consists of five. So yeah. I'm going to read you off my list, and you can tell me if you think I'm hmm. I'm in the if ballpark or if I'm to not even in the stadium. Because or... I, I don't have a list. I, I'm, uh, maybe it's because I'm trying to em embrace a life of more positivity. And you, you, send the, you revel more in, in, in that kind of negative, that negative, negative power and... Uh, or energy for things you don't like, kind of enjoy stomping on them. Maybe it's just because I'm really hungover, but I, I, I don't really have a list, so we'll go with yours. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. And I do relish the dark side. Anyway, uh, so number one and number two, I, I didn't want to put them on there because I wanted them. I wanted to like the movie so much because there were sequels to some of my more favorite movies. So it kind of kills me that I had to put it on there. So I'm just going to sure. put that out there. But number there might one, be a bias too. If you yeah, really love the first one. You might just. It, it, that's very true, but I'm going to tell you uh, the sequels are not that great. So number one on my sequels that just shouldn't have been made, uh, Boondock Saints two. Mm -hmm. Loved Boondock Saints one. That was yeah. a great indie movie absolutely brilliant love the plot it was hysterical great action film love the dark comedy in it part two really fell short it they tried to bring in a little bit too much it was kind of like um i don't know they they just eked out some stuff that may have sound sounded good on paper but clearly they didn't read it to anyone or have a sounding board <laughs> and they rolled with it and i was like yeah, some of that shit isn't working. And yeah. the reason it's not working is because maybe you didn't read it out loud or something. But Boondock Saints 2 really killed me. I was really kind of heartbroken about it uh, because I loved Boondock Saints 1. But that, mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to go with that. Uh, this I second. That, uh, mm -hmm. if, I can, if I can speak to that, because I, I don't in any way disagree with you, but I, I think what the origins of that issue mm -hmm. is uh, advice I was given a long time ago. Um, if ever, if, if uh, one of my novels took off or if one of the projects I was working on uh, really took off, the advice, I, uh, some advice I was given was have, have, a, have your next project 
because if this takes off, the first thing they're going to, they're not going to ask you first, like, Ooh, can we turn this book into a movie or a TV series? They're not going to ask that. They'll ask, Ooh, what do you have next? Yeah. And which outside of this, what's next? You have to have another project you can bring up. If you don't, then you're stuck having to rehash your one thing. And if you yeah. only have the one thing, that's the origins of a one hit wonder. Yes. Cause you were, you, you just have, and this can be great. That's fantastic. But be able to spread your wings and, and have a little largesse of other things. If someone goes like, this song is great, what else do you got? Well, I wrote this song for this reason and this reason, and this is a great song and I love it and here's why. You have other things. Mm-hmm. This is a great movie, thanks. What else do you got? Uh, Nothing. How about I do this again? I'll just do this again. You like this, right? I'll do this again. And it doesn't And work. I have to say, that's probably only worked for one director. And and I'm of that where the where the sequel was just absolute gold that they went back to the well and it worked, mm. um, and I'm I'm gonna say it and I and I love it. This is not part of the worst list. This is actually an example of, bam, doing it right. That you did it right. Good for you, Kevin Smith's Clerks Two. Clerks One, amazing indie film. He mm. does Clerks Two. And it was doesn't try to make an indie film. No, he, he doesn't. Makes a movie. <laughs> he makes a film, continues the oh. story. But here's the same thing: the continuation is a good story, and it flows. Mm-hmm. And even though there are these uh, nice, memorable moments and little salutes to the first one because yep. of the characters, um, it continues to tell the story of their life. It moves forward. It, it has momentum. Yes. And he did it right. And that is the example of doing it right, opposed to some of these that go off and they do a sequel and they try too hard. They're not really telling a story. It's it's like a money grab and mm-hmm. it falls short. And that kind of breaks my heart because then what you do is you come up with a bad movie. And yeah. so Boondock Saints 2, love one. If you want to treat, watch one, skip two. Okay? Yeah. Number two for me was a hard one to put on here. I didn't want to put it on here because it wasn't bad, but it was not. And maybe it's just it didn't live up to my standard. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Super Troopers 2. Okay. Absolutely love Super Troopers 1. Again, great indie film. To me, it was funny. I was a big fan of the whole Broken Lizard thing. If you're not familiar with Broken Lizard, it's that group that did, of course, Super Troopers, Beer Fest, uh, a few other little really interesting uh, movies like that that I just really, really enjoyed. But Super Troopers 2, I'm not going to say it was bad. It was weaker than what i wanted it to be i think the script could have definitely um had a little bit more to uh beef it up Uh, it hurt me to put it on there because i love Mm -hmm. super troopers one super troopers two was not horrible okay it's watchable it's just not it's just not very strong you know it, it isn't um so i was not feeling super troopers 2 i have watched a few times again not not a horrible movie but definitely not not what it could have been and definitely not the best for a sequel 
uh, but that's just me. Um, I think it's it's hard to because even ones that I, I don't particularly care for myself, but are, are successful ones. Um, it's hard if the dick and fart movie to to sequelize because we don't actually care about your characters. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't give a fuck about these characters. We don't need to see growth from them. Uh, what was it Ramathorn? Like no yeah, one Ramathorn. like. Yeah, like like uh, at the end of the movie, he's he's having a he's in an orgy with the with the kinky Euro trash couple. <laughs> That's awesome. it. That's fine. I don't need to go like yeah, but but this how is he with his father? Do they get along? I don't give a fuck. That's not the point of this movie. They don't, right. It doesn't need a sequel. I think it, it would make more sense for them to move on to something else, like Beer Fest, which again, not a movie I particularly enjoyed, but it was it was fine. It was a movie, something to watch with a with a couple of beers and uh, and ah, he said he said dick. Um, it's a dick and fart movie as well, but they make a, another thing. I think is the better move rather than and just uh, sell yourself on the broken lizard thing, which is I think how they made. Which I think it was uh, was Beerfest second. Uh, yeah, Beerfest came out was their next movie. It was uh, oh. Super Troopers and Beerfest. Now yeah. Beerfest, I've heard rumors that there might be a sequel, although um again i haven't seen anything yeah seriously now it would make more sense to have a sequel to beer fest than it did super troopers i think there is just a really big demand to make a super troopers 2 i i like like i said i love super troopers i love broken lizard i just sure i I just felt that one wasn't strong enough Mm -hmm. number three i think me and you may actually agree on this one but you tell me number three dumb and dumber two one I liked after that, it was like, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> I got to Dumb and Dumber, I think a year too late, like a year later after it came out is when I saw it. And I was, I had just hit the the point of adulthood where uh, a lot of it just wasn't funny to me. A lot of it, like a lot of the antics were, but just like, now they have explosive diarrhea. This is just gross. And that's not, it's not entertaining. <laughs> I don't find it funny. Like it just, it missed me by like six months. Six months earlier, that shit I've been on the rolling on the floor. It was like six months later. I'm like, I'm an adult now. I read books that are uh, that I I read books that I don't have to. I was like, no. Yeah, Dumb and Dumberer, which is the the sequel I have on here. I, that one was just. I will give credit to the guy who was playing the Jim Carrey character. Uh, mm-hmm. He did a really good job of copying i mean no one is jim carrey but he did an amazing job rolling and getting into that character so i was very pleased with that but just all together i was like this is so bad and then of course they do the dumb and dumber the third part which brings back jim carrey um as the character of lloyd and that one definitely was stronger than two but was just not that it was not that great um that was kind of a letdown on all honesty number four on my list the hangover not part one loved (laughs) one hangover was great part one two and three and whatever else they kind of did was really disappointing for me Uh, oh That that just did not work for me. I don't know. Did any of those work for you, Carlo? They're fine. 
Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, Carl, you know it's bad when Carlo can only say they're fine. <laughs> well, no, because I'll say something. If something just fails at what it's intent, what's intention, it's intended to do, then it's a failure, and I will say it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they weren't. I mean, I'm sure those movies are probably really expensive to shoot on those locations, but um, they didn't do anything. How do I, how do I put this? Um, you remember the frat pack? Yeah. You know how nobody really cares. Like the comedies exist yeah. a little bit, but they're not like transcending the zeitgeist. Like people, are, they're not these like discoverable hidden gems for people that weren't that were like people that were too young for it mm. aren't suddenly finding that and finding it amazing. Yeah. Like that that effect that came up was like there are people like were like. Uh, what's what's a what's a good example of this? Um, some like some kid wa- grew up watching uh, episode one of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, then and because like he he saw that in the theater, his parents showed him Star Wars, and then he finds Spaceballs mm-hmm. when he's like twenty in college. And he's like, oh my god, guys, have you ever seen Spaceballs? Because fucking space, that's a fucking classic. That is going that's standing the test of time. Where it's like forty years old, and people can still find spaceballs funny. Yes, no, I agree with but that. But no one is going like every once in a while. Some people on the other age, other side of thirty five, you hear them in a bar get a little drunk, and they go, "You're my boy, Blue." <laughs> but the twenty year old over there has yeah. no fucking clue what you're talking about, and that's not going to transcend. I'll give you that. I'll totally give you that. My my final one. So this rounds off my top five mm-hmm. is the mask, anything after mask one. So even mask one, Jim Carrey as the mask, that one, I'm not going to say that was my favorite movie ever. It really wasn't. It was a, it was a good movie for its mm-hmm. time, but yeah, then like you it. had mask two and then something else like called the son of the mask and all this other crap that just was like, there were two, there were two sequels. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Though. They put it on a baby. Mm-hmm. And then I think the second one was with Alan Kennedy, right? The second one was with Alan Cummings, who is a very, very talented Broadway. Al Slummings. Huh? Al Slummings. Something like that. (laughs) Fucking he's better than that. He did not. He should not have done that. Yeah. but I don't know. Like, what did you do? Al, do you need to borrow money? Are you okay? Why the fuck are you in the mask with, with Jamie fucking Kennedy? Yeah. I'll beat you up if you don't like my movies. Bitch. <laughs> so he was he was in part two, which was like pretty heartbreaking. And then you have Son of Mask and all this other crap. With so the dog and the because oh the dog is the only one that like follows through. Like it's the yes. breed of dog mm-hmm. is the only thing like the the actual physical mask and the breed of dog is the only thing that follows through the movies. The thing I love is that there's a possibility someone watched that movie or one of the one of those other movies and then like saw the mask comic. Picked it up and watched him put a uh, drive a dildo through somebody's eye socket. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I that's what I hope happened. Someone's like, "Oh, I love Jamie Kennedy. Oh, we've got a comic book. That's amazing. I'm going to enjoy this comic book." Oh no, that person's asshole came off. No, that's what I hope happened. Because <laughs> there was just... a little of the grit and just blind hatred for the world that exists in the mass comic book. There was a little bit of that in Jim Carrey's. A little bit, just a touch of it. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah, everything else was just garbage after that. And yeah. I'm just going to say, so anything from the mass sequel, uh, sequels, just 
that was shite. Um, I don't quite like the mask. I, I, I... I'm going to. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I'm going to uh, just kind of throw out another idea for the sake of throwing out ideas mm-hmm. of of a sequel that probably shouldn't have happened. In my humble opinion, I know I'm going to get sure. a lot of disagreement on this from other people. Adam's Family Two. Adam, Adam's Family Values. Yeah. Okay. I was not feeling that. That's just my opinion. Loved Adam's Family 1. That was spectacular. Um, mm. But then Adam's Family 2, Family Values, I was like, no. And then there was no need for MC Hammer to be in that movie. And <laughs> I was like, yeah, this this just isn't isn't working for me. I, yeah. just, so, I, I, I think they, they spent a little... They, they found... They, whether or not this was correct, they felt what the movie needed to be was to fo- was to focus more on Wednesday, which isn't bad, Mm-mm. but they kind of lost the family by splitting it up and mostly and followed, so it was gonna, the separation was weird. Yeah, I want to be more about the kids this time. So yeah, I was just not feeling that sequel at all. So that's just my opinion. And then yeah. after that, then they start splitting off, making different things, uh, rebooting yeah. it basically. Yeah, every couple of years they try to reboot it and they keep doing it wrong for some reason. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So I was not feeling that one. And it's just my opinion. Uh, no one has to agree with me. That's just the way I feel about it. So that's our list for sequels that should never have been made, in our opinion, our humble opinion. Yeah. Uh, but definitely some movie that should not have been recreated or continued. Um, and if you agree or maybe you disagree with well, our that's a list, yeah, with our list, definitely reach out and let us know. You can always email us at the VCR show at gmail.com. That is the VCR show at gmail.com. Email us, let us know. Uh, we are also on uh, social media platforms, which we will give you on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at, at the VCR show at the VCR show. Uh, absolutely so let us know what you think and kind of tell us if you agree or you totally think our list is full of shit like the other list (laughs) yeah that's okay we can take it yes we we are big boys big boys definitely i mean we both got a the ability to eat (laughs) (laughs) so until next time i am vada i'm carlo and you've been listening to vcr program support given to VCR by a clean space for you and multi-services. You can contact them at cleanspaceforyou at gmail.com or give them a call at 832-297-1704. They can also be found on Facebook at cleanspaceforyou, all one word. Say hi to Rachel for us. You've been listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Music Library. You can follow us on our social media platforms such as Twitter and Instagram at 
The VCR Show. You can also email us your thoughts, comments, and concerns to the VCR Show at gmail.com.